Esther. You know what to do, just listen to Esther. Say positive and fun. It's Esther Club. You guys, <laughs> it's Esther Club. Kind of. It is. I am in Montreal, if you haven't heard. Um, I am currently quarantining in Montreal, Canada for two weeks in isolation. Uh, I wanted to record a little intro for today's episode because uh, it's weird that I'm here. It just kind of happened really fast. I was originally supposed to come to Canada to shoot a small role in the remake of Home Alone in March and things went crazy long story short (laughs) well or should it be long story long i don't know basically i well hmm if you're on the patreon you know patreon.com slash esther monster but basically it was a pandemic as you may remember and i ended up not coming and now it's worked out so i'm isolating in canada for two weeks it's crazy i'm on day five and it's not great. I definitely feel, I started out by feeling really grateful that the Canadian government was taking this really seriously and like really appreciative. And now on day five, I'm kind of like, oh, I literally have cream on my face, which we'll talk about in a second. I, for audio listeners, I just noticed a big white chunk of lotion on my face. Day five, I'm no longer grateful to the Canadian government. And I'm like, guys, I don't have COVID. Come test me. I'll show you. I don't have it. Let me out. You know, when you're like home, those days when you're homesick from school, like three days in a row, and you just kind of start to feel almost like groggy and worse because you've just been indoors watching TV. Like, that's how I feel. I just feel like sick from being sick. And I'm not sick. I'm not sick. I swear. Um, so yeah, I've been going live on the Patreon live streams. Um, I've been ordering a lot of takeout, not having a ton of success. If I'm being honest, I've been reading a lot of my texts from you guys. You can always text me your ideas of what I should do to pass the time. 847-648-9098. And I'm doing a push up challenge and my neck fucking hurts. But I don't care. This is the time for me to try to get stronger. I think I'm going to try to learn some dance tutorials. I would love a craft. If anyone has like craft recommendations, text me them, comment on this video. Um, but yeah, and, and I'm thinking that next week's episode, I may do a, a show, an updated show from here. But I really wanted to get this episode with Caroline out because it was so much fun. And um Yeah. And then on the last note, I started working with this skincare brand that I'm obsessed with called Prima. I made a really cool commercial for them and and I posted it on my Instagram. It's really weird. It's if you haven't seen it, it's not an Instagram skincare commercial. It is an excuse that I took and then used to make a weird video about me not being dead. So check that out on my Instagram at Esther Monster. And I want to just tell you guys a little bit about this company because I have, believe it or not, been asked by several skincare companies over the years to work with them. And despite wanting their money, I've said no because 
I always knew I wanted to like wait and partner with businesses that I really liked. Like someone like Liquid Death uh, is a company that I just like because it's funny. It's a product I actually use. So yeah, promo code sleepover for 10% off at liquiddeath.com. But who cares about Liquid Death right now? Because I'm really, really psyched about Prima. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen me use this. It's the Prima R&R cream. I, I've been using this all day because of my neck and how it's been hurting. Um, but this is a CBD menthol essential oil only scented rub, cream rub. And I'm very into it. By the way, all these products you can get with my discount code 20% off. That's another thing. Like 20% off is actually you save money. So I'm I'm here for it. Um, and the code is sleepover. And their website is prima.co. So and then... I use their Enlightenment Serum, their Afterglow Face Moisturizer, and then their Night Magic Night Oil. Now, here's the thing. Here's the most important thing about Prima, and I'll make this fast so you guys can get to Caroline. They're the first skincare brand I've ever seen that is EWG certified. Now, when I first learned what EWG is, it's the Environmental Wellness Group. It freaked me out. It literally like scared me because it's this website where you type in any product you have and it tells you like how toxic it is. And literally everything we have is toxic and it's fine. I'm not going to spiral about it. Like that's why I'm on Lexapro now. But I remember always thinking like I just wish EWG would just tell me what to buy because I'm too overwhelmed by like researching and figuring it out myself. And then of course I let go of that because I had to live my life and I couldn't stress out about it. Way too many other things on my plate french fries and ketchup mostly but i when i saw that prima was ewg certified i was like holy shit i could like drink this i mean i don't think i can but it's just really good for you and i have to say i originally was obsessed with the the rnr cream and the night magic face oil but now since i've been in canada i kind of learned how to use the afterglow face moisturizer like it's very thick. And so whenever I was putting it on, it would really just almost like stay on my face because of how thick it was. But now I just like rub it and I just, I love the way it like has that like earthy, healthy smell. And you guys know how weird I am with smells. So I don't know, I just really like their products. I'm really grateful to be working with them. They're like women found, oh, <laughs> again, for the audio listeners, there's more cream stuck on my face and that wasn't on my lips, it didn't look great. But um, yeah, it's women founded and they have CBD in them. I don't know a ton about CBD. I just, so it is weird that I'm talking about them, but they have other benefits that I'm more focused on. And I like, there's all this research about the endocabinoid. We'll I'll learn that later and tell you about that later. But for now, prima.co, promo code is sleepover. Um, I truly love this brand and anyways i'll shut up here's the episode with caroline don't forget to text me your suggestions for things to do to pass the time while i'm isolated i cannot leave my room i want to make sure you understand that okay goodbye i mean hello welcome to the show welcome to esther club hello (laughs) hello and welcome to esther club today we have caroline goldfarb are you okay i'm here against my will (laughs) um if anyone knows Morse code, please keep please pay attention to my blinks. <laughs> How do you feel being 
in the playroom, in on the famous Esther Club couch. You've seen it on Instagram and YouTube. How does it feel actually being in here? It's good. It's like if uh, Johnny Carson were a mentally unhinged teenage girl. <laughs> I love it. No, it's, you know... You're to- rubbing your thigh really <laughs> intensely. Sorry, I'm like grabbing on to anything <laughs> for stability. <laughs> it's like gripping. No, it's it's nice to be at Esther Club. Esther Club is a it's a free place, you know. I feel like I can let it all hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um today we're gonna start off our episode. Look, I hear I hear that, you know, one out of every Five YouTube comments says too many announcements up front, and I hear you. Never, no such thing. We're today. We're gonna start with not announcements. We're gonna start with a game. Are you happy? <laughs> Are you happy, Esther Club fans? You've deprived Esther of her one joy. So today's game is Caroline. I'm going to offer you a different array of of sparkling beverages. Mm-hmm. And you may pick only one beverage as your drink today. So this is going to be hard because I've really, I've put in seven choices. <laughs> you put in like 15 minutes of work into this. I put seven of my favorite. And this is going to be competitive, okay? So you have to pick your drink. Wait, so how is it going to work? You will... What do you mean? Am I going to look at them and decide? Or are you going to tell me them? I'll show you. I will do a display. And then right after you see them all, you'll have to decide. Can I ask questions? Yes, you can. Okay. So the first drink, we're going to start with one of our partners. No pressure to... Oh, it's getting sexual. No pressure to um, choose this. But do use code sleepover for 10% off. (laughs) You promised people one thing today. (laughs) Okay. So the first choice is Liquid Death. It's a very, it's plain, no flavor, but Mm. it's a high sparkle count. Mm. So that's your first choice. Okay. Plain Liquid Death. Second choice is a beverage you taught me about. Spindrift, pineapple flavor. Okay. Okay. Third choice, another one you told me about. You're quite a influencer in this space. Isn't that funny? The Ugly Water, Ugly Brand, Lemon Lime flavor. So far, two of these are things that I think I've given you. Given me, I've given you cans of Spindrift. Okay, okay. Is that what you think? Wait till we wait till we keep going. Okay. Wait till I open your eyes to something. Okay. Lacroix <gasps> watermelon. Oh, I've been dying to try that. I've been dying. Oh yeah, that was a special order that is hard to find. Oh my god. Another little scary choice. LaCroix Limited Edition Limoncello. Ooh. Okay. These are good. You're bringing in some heavy hitters. And then United Sodas of America Blackberry Jam. This is a 30 calorie, has six grams of sugar. So it's not like your, you know, zero cal option. But And then that same brand in extra peach flavor. Okay. And, okay. Mm, Extra peach? Getting gra- that's your pu- you're picking? No, 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 I just was confirming the flavor. Extra peach or blackberry jam. You may only choose one of these seven beverages presented before you. Okay, this is really And then you you will not be offered a second beverage. Do you understand? Okay. So this is more of a threat than it is a game. <laughs> this is more of a, in- a intimidating yeah. spoiled brat. <laughs> This is more of like a slight form of psychological torture than it is like a fun game. 
I kind of know my answer. What? Should I stretch it out and like make, do we need to stretch it out for time? No, 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 no. We have plenty of things to stretch. <laughs> I want the blackberry jam. Okay, why? I'm so excited. That, this is a good choice. Okay, I it don't want the liquid. Warm. <laughs> I don't want the liquid death. Before I accept it, I'm going to explain to you why I didn't want the other ones. Okay. I don't want the liquid death because it's a, spo- it's a sponsor and you pushing on it me, pushing it onto me. Makes you seem like you're paid. Exactly, exactly. And it's just like business and pleasure, and I don't want to get into that area. Okay, but do use code SLEEPOVER for 10% off. It's my favorite drink. Or don't. And then I don't want to do Spindrift, because I have it all the time. Yeah, you, you're a big Spindrift girl. Ugly is like, it's good. You've had it. I've had it so many times. And then what else was in there? I've heard bad things about the Limoncello LaCroix. I like I've heard it. Bad things. What have you heard? I don't want to say. I can't reveal my sources, but I've heard really bad things. Okay. I've heard it's like alcoholy tasting or something. I. It's it's just vanilla lemon tasting, which is like weird, but it's good. And watermelon can go hit or miss with that. This is the one I want. Have at it. Congratulations. You didn't even mention the can was matte. It, yeah, it's very nice. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Esther. I know how hard it is for you to part with any of your possessions. So <laughs> I, I went I back. Oh. <laughs> I like to. You can have it now. Oh, that candy tastes so bad. Oh god! I just want to for the people that are watching. I just want to paint a picture for them. In Esther's playhouse, everywhere you look, you see vitamins. <laughs> the the main design, like the thing tying you together, to the design of this room is just open containers of vitamins. <laughs> I did. I was. I'm packing for a trip, so I was. You know, uh, allocating into tiny Putting bags. vitamins on different surfaces. <laughs> a lot of vitamins. And, mm. I, you know, I got my Excedrin migraine. Mm. I'm really excited. I think that's going to change my career. It won't. <laughs> it won't. You're a lost cause. Mm. How do you like it? It's amazing. I just feel like this color of this bottle is, I was- like, flattering. Oh, <laughs> You're done. <laughs> Please. This is, yeah, this is... Who does it look better with? Well, it just looks good with our dark hair. Yeah, that's true. This is nice. Okay. Um, okay, sorry. We had to have our moment modeling. <laughs> don't <laughs> screenshot and tag us. Don't do not do that. <laughs> don't you dare. Oh. So, okay, Caroline, welcome to Esther Club. This is my solo podcast. I've recently been inviting guests on and, you know, close, intimate, special guests. You're one of them. Um, today, we're going to start. We're going to go right into our segments. Okay. First segment is the full body scan. And I would like to ask you to participate in this segment with me, if that's okay. Okay. My answer is the same as it was the first time I came on Esther Club. What? 100% feeling good. No problems whatsoever. What? Let's continue. <laughs> I don't understand. No, I don't. You're not really scanning. Okay. Okay. I Okay. I'll think harder. So go from head to neck to shoulders to stomach. Is there any tingles, any awarenesses? For me, my anxieties and poor health manifest in my skin. So for me, obviously, like I have a kind of a a bit of a pimple right there. So that's kind of my big issue. Like it's not like shoulder pain, neck pain, like it comes out in my skin. If that so you don't sense. have any pains or stomach bloating or uh, maybe hip tightness? What are you saying, bloated? <laughs> well, I just thought you looked a little bit sick. <laughs> you look sick. You don't feel like 15 pounds overweight or <laughs> anything like that. I think, yeah, maybe I'm a little, 
I'm a little bloated, I suppose. Um, my hair looks bad. It's all physical issues for me. Your like, hair doesn't look bad. Wait, what? Uh, it's the pimple. Do you have any muscle tightness? Absolutely not, no. What? My, my hips feel really nice and open right now. How is that possible? I feel like we bonded over our hip tightness over this quarantine. Mine's gotten a lot better. How? I've been working on it. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't. <laughs> Gotta take my word for it. I've been stretching, walking, mm -hmm. treating myself right inside and out. What about you? I am feeling like the rumblings. These aren't helping. <laughs> These Easter egg <laughs> pussy vitamins, <laughs> anal suppository. I I feel like a rumbling in my neck, which I would say if a, if a pain is at one side, an awareness is in the middle, a rumbling is on the other side. So there's a rumbling of a neck issue. My stomach is, tell me if you identify with this feeling. It feels full, but not full enough to where I would be like not entitled to eat really soon. Yeah, that, that does resonate actually. I had a really bad lunch. What do you mean? It was just like bad girl, bad behavior. Yeah, I had a bunch of um. It's so bad. What? Trader Joe's um, what? Tell me. fish sticks. What? <laughs> it was just like toaster oven fried fish. I ate so many of them. What is with you and the toaster oven and the fish? <laughs> it's a thing. It's a it's a pattern. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just a fun flirty girl in my early twenties. I like to eat sexy foods like hot fish that I cook in my Black & Decker toaster oven. Well, congratulations to you on your bad girl lunch. Um, did you eat it with the sauce? I had them on top of a salad. Must be nice. <laughs> so let's talk more about your rumbling. It's just, I feel like this neck thing, when are we gonna fucking figure it out? The listeners wanna know. No, it's getting better. Like, here's the thing, it was better, and then the last month it got bad again, and I realized, I think, for me, it's all about my physical strength, more so my physical weakness. Like, I need to see, like, a specialized trainer who can help me keep my core and back, you know, functioning so that it doesn't, like, all give Bitch, me you need an exorcist. <laughs> You need, like, a military-grade doctor. You need a voodoo priest. You need a lot and more. And that's why you're A lot you're more here. than a specialist. <laughs> I mean, you, you're a certified voodoo priest. <laughs> I am trained in the Jewish art of mystical Kabbalah. Oh. No, no, I'm not. But, yeah, I, it's just never getting better. I just see no movement. No, it is getting... You can't say that to me. You're triggering me. I'm sorry. I just saw toenails I'm on the surface and I got triggered. They're nails. They're, They're gel nails. They're gel nails. I know a toenail when I see it. As someone who clips their toenails and puts them on surfaces and gets called out on it, I know. I just want you to know I know a toenail when I see it. Okay. We're going to move on to the next segment, and today's next segment is called Anti-Sadness. So this is a segment where we say, what's something you're going to do this week that's going to keep you from being sad? I, I work on sadness prevention, not happiness, because I feel like happiness is just this thing that is impossible to achieve, and once you get it, you have to fight to keep it. Like, it's like a, a membership where you have to pay every day. 
So I don't really like that. I just want to pay once. Happiness is like a Ponzi scheme with your own emotions. Yes. You can never, you'll never get what you give to it. Yeah, like to you to be happy, you have to like wake up and work out and then make a smoothie and talk to a loved one and like you have to and like write a journal entry like you, a lot I, of moving parts to happiness yeah i mean do you do you agree mm, um you do seem like a kind of a happy person now that i think about it yeah well happy okay what do i do to be happy well you have to keep in mind i do drugs oh I'm, and <laughs> i think that for esther who's raw dogging life and <laughs> doesn't have any sort of barrier between her and like the cold hard world besides seltzer and vitamins and like nails and like, going to Wendy Cummings house sometimes <laughs> when there's when you have nothing you know happiness is a lot harder to come by but you know I you know I have chemical chemical help what is your chemical help you no know, I you know I I use marijuana how often? recreationally doesn't matter it's none of your business this show's canceled and you're getting locked in my closet forever to keep you safe <laughs> Esther puts me in her rehab locks me in the playroom just throws vitamins under the door can every I, three hours can I tell you before you came here I was like my friend is coming over like I was like tidying up a little bit tidying I, up okay that is not necessary this is just because there's salt on my coffee table doesn't mean what your migraine kit can i show the yes okay so esther has her migraine kit right behind the camera and it all makes sense and then it just goes off the rails at one point so you have acetaminophen target target branded tylenol target branded tylenol a jumbo size excedrin migraines like from a hospital supply store (laughs) 300 tablets. Okay, everything's making sense. Okay. Kirkland Costco. Allerta- yeah, this is, makes sense. Seasonal allergies could cause like sinus pain. Okay, everything's good. Salt? <laughs> A thing of Instagram, an Instagram salt company, Flavor King? Salt? So... A couple nights a week. Snort some right now. <laughs> well... I want to see you do it. I will have my... Um, my quarantine partner will bring down a bowl of popcorn for me. And, like, I don't trust anyone else to salt my popcorn. Like, I know my ratios. So I keep it here to be ready for it. Oh, my God. Your quarantine partner is... <laughs> God bless him. Send him strength if you're watching. Send the man strength. Oh. <laughs> my prayers up. Prayers up for you know who. I'm not going to say their name. Send your love and prayers. Anyways, my anti-sadness this week is actually, oh, so good. Right? Insane. They kind of did, did it right. They figured out, like, the small amount of sweetness level with, like, the seltzer and the flavors are, all their flavors are cool. This is good. They even have a flavor called sour is- blueberry, which I'm like, yeah, that's you. You I didn't know. think to bring it down. <laughs> no, I don't have it. This is so good. I after I tried them all, my two favorites were extra peach and blackberry jam. Mm. I'll invoice you on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> you can be in touch with my account. Don't feel guilty. <laughs> I don't have any cash on me. <laughs> um okay, so my anti-sentence this week is oddly enough something we've already touched on, but it's to exercise for pain. So 
the last month I was getting really bad migraines and headaches. And since um, that happened, I started to see a trainer again, which I feel really grateful that I'm able to do that once or twice a week. And so I have been seeing improvements in my headaches. So that's really motivating for me to just exercise because I know it will improve upon my pains I'm exercising for strengthening my body and not for losing weight, not for vanity reasons. Like, that's what makeup Although is for. Although that wouldn't hurt. It <laughs> might be nice to keep that in the back of your mind as an option. I don't think you should write that. I don't think you should write that part of it off entirely. Um, but what is your anti-sadness this week? You know what, Esther? I think you're on the money. Exercise is the only reliable thing where I feel... Endorphins are no joke. You feel... 5% happier, if not 10 after you exercise. That's it. Like that to me is the best mood, the mood booster money can buy. It is, but I kind of feel like it, I swear, I do think it gets like played out and overrated no. because I know that that sounds crazy, but like, I will just tell you that when I was having my really bad depression in January, I had a friend who was like, just go out and exercise. And you, it, know, you don't want to hear it when you're depressed. Yeah. But if you incorporate exercise into your life three days a week, just note how much better you feel on the days you exercise. You're more resilient. You can deal with life's problems a little better. So what's your anti-sadness this week? What are you, if you start to feel a little sad at some point in your day, like what are you going to do to flip it? I'll usually drink a seltzer. That really does help. Really? Oh my God. A seltzer once a day is all I have to look forward to. It's a mood booster. It's like, it's kind of like my day is pre-seltzer, post-seltzer. It's always after lunch. It makes my tummy feel good. And it's like a little treat, you know? Yeah, it's like, it is a like luxury moment to like crack the can open. Oh, God. I do feel like seltzer in quarantining because we're in California and we've basically been under like weird rules over the last like eight months, basically. And so... I just, I feel like, whereas I would normally try to go out and find, like, fun drinks mm. that were not alcoholic now I just kind of collect them at home. Yeah, I mean, like I said, when I walked in, your house looks like a Costco. <laughs> Thank you. It looks like a BJ's in here. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> a lot of beverages. Okay. Wait, what other sadness things am I going to do? Yeah. I put on makeup every morning. A you little, do? Just a little bit. Yeah. I, I started doing this a few months ago, and this is a game changer. Putting on makeup is it feel it feels good. I think it's there's something to it. I love to keep my lip balms because I'm on a Zoom. I'm in a Zoom writer's room, so I I'm looking at myself all day. I have what I call Zoom mental poisoning. So I'm like looking at my own face. Acute or, Zoom poisoning. Acute Zoom poisoning, and um, I have my little like lipsticks that I keep at my desk, and I really look forward to reapplying my lipstick during the day. It seems really small. But like looking when I look in my little Zoom square and I see like a cute lip color, it makes me really happy. All these things that I used to be like, why do that? Who cares? Now that I like got really depressed and came out of it, I'm like, oh, there's a reason we do these small things. Like they can these small things add up and make us feel better and make us feel more useful, whatever mm. it is, like distractions. Oh, I have a really weird one. Okay. Every night. Not every night. Some nights. You ignore my calls. <laughs> After a busy day of smashing that ignore button on Esther's calls. This is so weird. Bear with me. Okay. I wash my feet in the bathtub. What? Okay. Why? So just hold, wait. Just. <laughs> I can pull a toenail clipping <laughs> on camera, but I'm not because I love you. My feet get kind of like musty and dirty and like dry from walking around my house all day. 
Mm -hmm. Do you have that? I mean, you know how I feel about that. You have to have a pair of really nice sneakers for inside the house. Well, on the days that you don't, I don't know. Sometimes I look at the bottom of my feet and they're like, I, they're dry. They're just not, they're not sightly. You walk around your feet your, in your place barefoot? I, I don't think I'm alone in doing this. Esther, in this room you are. <laughs> Esther, you don't, do you wash your floors? What do you mean? <laughs> I literally don't know what you mean. Do you Swiffer? I used What's your to do floor, that. What's your floor cleaning routine? Vacuum occasionally. That's not going to do the trick. No? Well, I like the feeling of being barefoot. So when I walk around oh. barefoot, like sometimes your feet get a little dirty. And I have a pumice stone and like body scrub in my bath. And I'll put on cold water and just like wash my feet off. It's very Jesus. You know how Jesus would wash people's feet? It's, I can't explain I it. I thought it's people wash Jesus' feet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, I, you're a Christian. I'm not. Oh, yeah, you're not. I don't know the story. You brought up Jesus, and I was like, oh, yeah, she's You know, I'm a, a good I'm a citizen girl. of the world, but I get a little fuzzy on the details of Jesus. It's, it's purifying. It's grounding. It feels good, like, to scrub your feet. I like to get into bed with very clean feet. Okay, I think that's cute self-care. I think so, too. I, I I could see how the that would feel good and relaxing. Scrub. Pumice, like the calluses. See, I like, I grew up dancing, and so calluses, I like... Here we go with the grew up dancing again. I was raised in the theater. <laughs> Shoves me off camera. <laughs> and this is my story. Oh, my God. Here we go. But we're, like, taught that calluses are a good thing because mm. they grip and they... Sorry, don't notice back there. What was... What? Did you hear something weird? Mm-mm-mm. I was just reacting to you. Oh. Calluses are good for you. They grip. They're be- they're, it makes you, like, stronger <laughs> in the apocalypse. What? <laughs> Pull up your feet. They're like lizard <laughs> monkey claws. Esther, like, presses pause with her foot. During- <laughs> Esther types out an email with her toes. It's just like, my dance teacher taught me that. My calluses. <laughs> Sisters tie dyeing. Her feet dipped in. <laughs> oh my god! I've always been told I have feet for podcasting. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's move on to the next segment. I can't. Okay, the next segment is. Uh, oh, this will be a fun one with you. This could be really interesting with you. <laughs> it's called Top Five Ish. And it's where I list my top five favorite things of any category. And sometimes it's called five-ish because sometimes we don't have all five. But today's ca- topic, today's category. You're pleased with yourself for having segments. Yes, I am. You're really proud of yourself. I put in 30 seconds of prep. <laughs> it shows. <laughs> <laughs> Could have fooled me. Thought it was 40. <laughs> so today's category for top five-ish is... I can't wait to unveil this. <laughs> I can't wait to unveil this. Pie oh. flavors. Oh. That's right. Oh. So I'm going to give my list, and that's going to give Can you- I just say, like, you are so weirdly passionate about pie, and it's, I think, a Midwest thing. Mm-hmm. So I already know we're going to come to blows right now. No, I know. you're. I feel like we are, uh, you're going to have some weird shit. Whatever. Let's just get... No judgment. Can we just say it's a no judgment? Absolutely. Judgment-free zone. Judgment-free. Everyone has their own taste. Don't yuck my yum. I won't yuck your yum. 
Same, but you know what? That's part of the part of the fun. <laughs> That's part of the fun. The controversy, the drama. <laughs> it's like a Real Housewife show. That's what the subscribers tune in for: is the pie drama. <laughs> so I'm going to give you my list, and you might be surprised. You might not be. Okay. One. Strawberry rhubarb. That's on the list. Yes. Okay. So we'll say. Strawberry, because these are not in order. They're not ranked. What's with you with not ranking things? What's? It's too hard. <laughs> okay. <sorry. laughs> ranking is like, there's nothing that trusts me out more. My whole life being asked, like, rank your top five Britney Spears songs. Which, by the way, that should have been our segment. But I can't do that. I can't do that. Oh. I can't do that. Unless you want to, like, try to shout some out now. But. Oh, um. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. What's the one? I just begun having my fun. Top, top. That's in B. your top five? It might be. Okay. I think Piece Slave for me. You is in my top five. Peace of Me might be in my top five. Yeah. Um, ooh. See, this is the, something we you really need, like, I need a weeks little bit of, of preparation. Prep, yeah. We'll do that next time. Okay. Here's Anticipating. my top five pie flavors. Anticipating. Definitely in my top five. It's so good. Here's pie. Okay. Strawberry rhubarb. Apple. Cherry. That's it. My top five is only three this week. <laughs> oh, wow. So wow. got you there. I would love to hear your reactions. I would love to hear I would love to hear Strawberry what you- rhubarb. Say them again. Apple and cherry. They're really not that hard to remember. It's so boring. It they are the three most boring flavors, you have to admit. They're not boring. They're the best ones. What okay. What kind of I just don't Wait, can I just ask, do you have pie with ice cream or no? No, I don't. I never. Don't, we agree on that. Thank you. It's too uncomfortable. You're hot and cold are fighting each other. It's stressful. It's a race it's now. Melts. It melts so fast. Yeah, I would rather enjoy those things separately. And it's like, there's this, it's so American to me. Like, the pie is good by itself. Pie is dense. The crust is buttery. Like, the, the sh- filling is sweet. so sugary. Yeah. Like, we have to add ice cream to that. Like, do you know about more? Like, Chill out. Enjoy the fucking pie. Do you know about the super duper Midwest pie tradition of doing a slice of apple pie with a slice of cheddar cheese on top? Yes, I've heard of this. I've always wanted to try it. I will admit I've never tried it, but I learned about it. We did it at Johnny Rockets. It was an option. On really? The menu. Yeah. Wow. I was like, really? Okay. But- okay. Well, I'm not surprised. I You didn't even feel like adding a fourth? No need? I just couldn't. Like, I, I, what, I'm going to do banana cream. I don't like banana cream. I don't like chocolate That's still. That's in my top five, banana cream. Of course. Um, I don't really think chocolate pies, like, are worthy in the pie. They're just not. They're more cakes than pudding. Yeah. They're like a pudding. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of want to, like, if I were to have a platform, you know, would be about pies are for fruit. Mm. would be my platform yeah i mean esther's not known for her politics but on this <laughs> one issue she really isn't afraid to speak up what about can i ask another follow-up question please do you like a lattice top pie or a solid top so recently i was really committed to solid tops and then mm. i tried making my own lattice it was very easy i mm. just looked up a youtube video and i loved let me tell you this i loved the way that the 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 lattice cooks get it out <laughs> you cut it sound it out 
Sound it out, letter by letter. <laughs> yeah. Because it gets so crispy and cr- crunchy all around it. You're improving. <laughs> Esther's like a gorilla with sign language. I'm like, come on, honey, get it out. <laughs> so, yeah, the lattice is really nice. It'll Ooh, get you a real crisp crunch. I love a crispy, crunchy. Mm. How do you feel? Can you give me some other top five flavors? For me? Yeah. I'm going to give you my top five right now. Oh, Okay. Oh, let me see what I can remember because I had no prep. You have to no, I know. bear with me. And I also have to say on the West Coast, pies have not – I didn't grow up eating pie like you did. That's true. And there's not like a pie spot. No, there's Marie Callender's. Yeah. There's 4 and 20, which just closed. And Marie Callender's is now closed. Did you guys have Baker Square? No. Okay. We, that was like our big pie spot for sure. Pie and was then, such a rare occasion for me. Okay. And like my grandma and my mom would make them, make them. So I guess it is like a Midwest tradition. You think? It's like pie on a windowsill. Like, yeah. We never had that. I've always dreamed of that. <laughs> okay. Here we go. There's, I mean, I would say you could do it in here, but there's literally no available counter space. <laughs> my top, uh, whatever, any order. Banana cream. Love. Key lime. Oh, you... I love, okay. You have a distinct pie voice. <laughs> okay, boysenberry. Mm hmm. And then, uh, I think, I think that's it. Let's, can we name some more pies just to jog my memory? Let's actually, let's pull to our friend Google. I'd like to look up some pies because I don't like chocolate. I don't like Boston cream. Oh, lemon meringue. Okay, you I really like do have tangy. a. I like your pie tangy. voice a lot. I like that a lot, and I do like oh pecan pie, pumpkin Te- pie. Pecan is good, but it's too much. It's really it's way too much. When I first tried it, because you know, as a kid, you're like, I don't want pecan pie. Yeah. Then when you try it, you're like, this is what it was the whole time. It's like so the most buttery, sweet. sugariest pie. You think it's going to be not good? Blueberry pie, nobody's brought up. Boysen, it's it's if it's berry, it's boysenberry for me. What is boysenberry? It might just be a Knott's Berry Farm thing. I think it's like a breed between a blackberry and a raspberry. That sounds really good. So yeah, I would put it on the same level as like a raspberry or blackberry pie. I think that I, like if we had been doing this podcast a year ago, I may have added peach pie to my list. But recently, I've not had good. Hard to get a good peach pie. I feel like you have to be in Georgia. It's, fresh peaches it's just i ha- i haven't been able to do it um mince pie razzleberry turtle pie that's it then it's key lime lemon meringue custard pie there is banana boysenberry i would say there's two pies that i would consider adding to my list go ahead pumpkin but that's kind out of, of respect a, out of respect to america and i would consider adding blueberry mm. But I'm try boysenberry. Okay. Maybe we should get go. go to on. me, I have to say, so much of pie is about the crust. For sure. And I never really realized that crust is like two ingredients. It's like butter and flour. Also, even better crust tip, the Pillsbury, just the Pillsbury crust <sighs> in the red box. It's so easy. It makes making a pie so fucking easy. You just roll that out. It's like all done. My grandma, she's like, I do this now because it's just as good and it's easy. And like it makes, honestly, if you want to impress someone, make a pie. They'll be like, you made a, you made this? And you'll be like, yeah, so easy. But you'll be like, yeah, I did. Wow. I'm- Esther, have you at all dappled in galettes? No. Galettes are kind of the West Coast the coastal pie. 
What coastal elite? Why? It's like a flat piece of dough, and you can make it yourself. And then you put all your stuff in the center, fold the edges over, and it's a very rustic. It's a rustic baked good. And what would you say is like the most popular plum, flavor? Anything can go in a galette. Plum, like a plum galette with sliced up plums and butter and brown sugar. So good. I've seen savory galettes, like like a Swiss chard, butternut squash, feta galette or something. Okay. Mmm. Don't sleep on galettes. I think, you know, you learn something new every day. Okay. <laughs> So I think that's it for segments. I want to, because we're running out of time here, but I did want to ask you, so you have a new podcast. Yes. We, but firstly, we host a podcast together, just so you know. It's called Glowing Up. We mm-hmm. talk about food, makeup, skincare. Esther's like ugly, the ugly stepchild of Esther Club. <laughs> I think it's the other way around, but. Glowing Up. I'm sure there are Glomies watching. Hey, Glomies. We'll see you on Monday. <laughs> see, <laughs> see you next Monday. Follow our YouTube channel where we're uploading blurry Zooms <laughs> episode. In all seriousness, we do host Glowing Up. Yes, we host Glowing Up. It comes out new episodes every Monday. We've interviewed celebrities like Shane Mitchell, um, the hilarious Clark Moore. We have so many. Jordan Firstman, he's doing all those hilarious impressions on Instagram. So we have really funny guests. Anyways, mm. but that's not why we're here today. Mm-mm. We're obviously here to talk about pie and mm-hmm. also Caroline. You have done something in quarantine that is so weird. Mm -hmm. You created a new podcast Mm -hmm. called The Renner Files. Mm -hmm. And it's about Mm -hmm. the mysterious Mm -hmm. Jeremy Renner app. Thank you. So your whole thing is like, Mm -hmm. because this is what, when I hear that, I'm like, why? Yeah, this is a show that's like, why does Jeremy Renner, the Oscar nominated movie star, Mm -hmm. why did he ever have his own app? Mm-hmm. And your like your mm-hmm. podcast is a deep dive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's how it all went down. Okay, I've always heard about the Jimmy Renner app. I'm on the internet. I assume you had heard of it too. Yeah. Also, to be fair, you do run a hilarious celebrity Instagram account called Official Sean Penn, who everyone knows. It's the funniest. It's so funny. And Caroline was a writer on Alone Together. Like, I have been stalking her for years. Anyways, please keep carry on. So, look, I love pop culture. And, yes, I consider myself by day a seltzer enthusiast, a TV writer, what have you. But I, in my heart, I'm an amateur investigative journalist, okay? I'm always trying to find new mysteries to solve. And I was thinking about the Jeremy Renner app over quarantine and there's been reporting on it. You can find a lot of articles. It was around for two years. It kind of failed in this big fireball mess and Jeremy Renner had to take it down. And like, there was all these like financial allegations and people accused him of like ripping fans off and all of this stuff. And I was like, this is crazy. Why did an Oscar nominated star have like a really janky, like profoundly janky app? There must be more to the story. I need to know more. So me and my good friend, Sarah Ramos, who trivia introduced me and Esther. I know. She was also the person who I was with when I found out Nicki Minaj posted my picture on Instagram. Oh, my God. I'll never forget that moment. And she was like, this is a really big deal. I was like, you're right. It was so much. She was the most. She was the perfect person to be with for that. That is that was a big moment in all of our lives. It was pop culture history for sure. Esther, I'm so proud of you for that. Anyway, backing it up. (laughs) I almost called her Esther. Sarah and I were like, we need to look into this. We need to uncover it. We need to research this. And then the next thing we knew, we had created a six-part 
true crime podcast about the Jeremy Renner app. That's right. We couldn't do it in one. We couldn't do it in two. It took us six episodes to appropriately, truly unravel what turned out to be an incredibly gripping, shocking tale full of, like I said, crazy financial conspiracies, exploitation of fans. People were slight. People were sliding into our DMs with allegations about the app, about Jeremy, things like you will not believe it's gripping. It's it is a fascinating story. I need I need to know, like, I need you to tell me something like I need a specific because I listened to the first episode. It was so good. But bitch, it left me needing so much more. Yes. And the first episode is just about Jeremy's career. Okay, The second episode is about his hustle, his side hustle. By the way, his career there was already so much crazy shit. Can I just spoil one thing? Spoil away. He was a working makeup artist mm-hmm. at a beauty counter. And I'll spoil another thing. He was on a Bravo reality show. Like, there is... Jeremy Renner, like, something is going on. I don't know what it is. He's a mysterious guy. But he's, like, doing it all in a way where it's... He was almost, like, the first... It feels like he was the first to, like, do it all. Whereas, like, Kardashians do it all. Like, even I, some would say, do it all. Yeah, he's kind of like the male Esther, is what I've always said. Jamarin is all over the place. He's got like a manic energy that I find myself, I'll say it, attracted to. That's the other thing. I like did find myself becoming like physically attracted to him while making this podcast because I just spending hours and hours like looking at his face. But that's aside, this is sort of another time. Like Esther said, we discovered that Jeremy Renner was a cast member on season two of a Bravo reality show called The It Factor where he and a bunch of struggling actors were followed around by cameras. He was like one of the stars. His season has been wiped from the internet. You cannot find, you can't even find a clip. It has been decimated, removed from everywhere. It's like it never existed. And the only person we were able to find who would go on the record and talk about it was Seth Rogen. Crazy. Crazy. Because he watched it. He's seen yes. it. Yes. And one of the things that he says on the podcast, and this is so crazy, like I'll never forget when Seth Rogen said this, I almost passed out, that in the show on Jimmy Renner season, he gets this big part playing a serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer. And during the show, he says that to prepare for the role, he masturbated to surgical textbooks. I don't understand that. I don't understand it either. Seth Rogen says it happened. I should say allegedly, but if Seth Rogen says it, it probably happened. So look, that's just a taste. There are every episode, you'd think it's like about the Jeremy Renner app. It must be dry. No. Twists, turns, revelations. Unbelievable. It's a roller coaster ride. I And it's funny. I just want to say it's a, it's a true crime. It's comedy. I think people get that. Do they? <laughs> it's a Jeremy Renner app mystery. I just feel the need to clarify that. <laughs> so that's it. That's the Renner Files. Go check it out. Yeah, no, it sounds really good. I can't wait to keep listening. Like, honestly, I may need to beg for an advanced copy for my flight on Tuesday. Um, I'm sorry. No can do. <laughs> like, We're tied house, up. house rules. <laughs> I'll be taking this back. <laughs> Bitch, I drink it. <laughs> anyway, of course, I'll send you an advance. But... No, that would be amazing. Also, I just want to shout out before like wrap things up that mm. Carolyn runs the hilarious celebrity meme account official Sean Penn and she makes masks that are the funniest cutest this is Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen on a face mask I will be wearing this um, and I have been wearing this every day and I have a Britney Spears one so that's and that's pretty much all you need to know about Caroline so I can feel <laughs> you're itching to promote some of your stuff right <laughs> I can feel you are 
edging or shaking. No, I really don't. It's actually kind Go of. I, <laughs> you can do it. I literally have nothing to promote. Except my Patreon. <laughs> I, how is that going, by the way? It's going good. Um, it, it, it ebbs and flows. I, it's patreon.com slash estermonster. And mm-hmm. it I live stream there several times a week. And it's just, you know, it's a lot of what's going on with my day-to-day. It's and more unhinged than Esther Club. It is. It's so much more unhinged. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's I like to get out of here. It's like 10 levels ahead. <laughs> um, but that's basically it. Um, Caroline, you also recently launched a business called Fishwife. Yes. I launched a chic tinned fish company. We're talking sardines. We're talking mussels. We're talking trout. Where, when does that launch? It's going to launch later this fall in time for the holidays. Okay, cool. Maybe we'll do it. You'll do a giveaway on Esther Club. If you're lucky. We have some really fun stuff coming. Amazing oh, domestic fish caught by um, these amazing fishermen and fisherwomen in Alaska and Oregon. Canned at micro canneries. You guys don't even know. Now, Caroline and I do have in common that we're addicted to being entrepreneurs. Yeah. And we're short and ugly (laughs) (laughs) we have a bunch of things in common um we're hideous insecure channel we channel our unhappiness into (laughs) starting businesses anyways so i know people have asked about like maybe we'll do an episode of going up soon about like talking about starting businesses and being successful entrepreneurs some might say (laughs) maybe Um, but thank you so much for coming onto the famous Esther Club set. And thanks for sitting in your dirty room while you put on an iPad. Absolutely no problem. Truly my pleasure. I would have done this for much less. Um, thanks for having me, Esther. You know I love you. I love Esther Club. I watch all the time. What are your fans called? They don't have a name. I didn't think so. <laughs> but not, but seriously, thanks for having me. And you Thank know, you for I being love here. You. Same. Right back at you. You guys, please like and subscribe. And please, if you can, comment uh, a suggestion for what the Esther Club listeners should be called. And you guys, that's it for this week. Thanks for watching. And Pray for Esther's neck. <laughs> Pray for Esther's neck forever. Bye. <laughs>